Welcome to the North Group Podcast. At North Group, we are invited into organizations to influence leadership and organizational behavior. It is absolutely fascinating work. Today, we invite you into one of those conversations. Welcome to the North Group Podcast. My name is Jerry Murray. Our mission at North Group is through sustained relationships, we develop leaders and their organizations toward their highest potential. And we recognize here at North Group that that mission applies to our own firm as well. When we work toward our highest potential, it's stimulating for our team, it's great for our clients, and it instills hope for our own legacy and future. I'm thankful to say that our team at North Group is made up of individuals who naturally take steps to continue to develop themselves and our services. And I am pleased to introduce two of my colleagues who exemplify this model. Welcome, Brian Black. Thank you, Jerry. Great to be here with you guys. And Laron Lehman. Thank you. Also great to be here. Brian and Laron are developing North Group's succession planning service area toward its highest potential and are doing it in a terrific way. Our succession planning service area has long been an anchor service area at North Group. It's our goal to continue to get better and better for the benefit of business-owning families and their organizations. We have put together a two-part podcast series devoted to this service area, and our first conversation begins now, and we'll take a macro look at succession planning. We'll define it, consider who benefits from it, when succession planning should start, and consider a consultant's role. In our second conversation, we'll drill down on the details of our succession planning process. Sound good? Let's go. Great. great. Yeah, let's get started. Well, Laurent, I'll start with you. We just want to take some time to define the term succession planning. It generates a number of thoughts and images related to future transitions and next generation planning. How, how do you think about succession planning as a term? How do you define it and, and maybe its broad usage? It's a widely held term, widely used term, and in many ways it's pretty intuitive and simple, and I think we generally think of it in uh, the context of a family business of transferring leadership and ownership from one generation to the next. And that's certainly true and that's useful. Also, perhaps a bit of a simplification because there's so much more that goes into Mm -hmm. it, especially to build and pull off a successful succession plan. Uh, Another way to think about it would be in three separate and distinct parts, one being the common ownership transition. At some point, ownership needs to pass from one generation to the next or from one group to another. Um, Another aspect is leadership. Somebody is going to step into a new leadership role. Not always are the next generation or the next group fully prepared to step into that role. Mm -hmm. So there's not just an ownership but also a leadership transition. And the foundation under all this is the organization itself. Organizations are made up of people and values and culture and generally are resistant to change. And so working through those changes takes some work and some effort and cracks in those foundations or a lack of organizational health or challenges with communication become very evident in times of change and transition. So that would be the third leg of this stool. Organizational health becomes a critical component of things to address. And so a successful transition and succession plan 
deals with all of these issues, and frankly, more, but these are some of the core issues that need to be addressed as part of it. Wow. So it is really dynamic. When you when I think of succession planning, you know, we think of this ownership succession planning because that's what our service area is is built on, but it's so much more, right, Brian? Oh, yeah. There, there's many, many elements to it. And I think for most of us, as we get to work with clients and you you realize oftentimes coming in, it feels like there's one presenting issue, but as you have the privilege of journeying with folks and unpacking it, you start to realize there are layers. And that's really the gift of the process and the gift of the journey along the way. Yeah. Ah, thanks. Well, Brian, what are a few questions that a business owner may ask or even some emotional tensions that you might observe from a business owner that would indicate that it's time to begin succession planning? Well, we'll hear this often, right, from business owners, which is, I know that I need to get started. I know that I need to do some planning, but but I don't I don't even know where to start or how to begin. That's a common thing we'll hear. And what we realize with business owners, right, is they know how to run their business. They understand how to make things happen. They're used to thinking about it, executing it, and it's finished. So we'll often say in that world, they know what to do. But often with succession planning, as Laurent talked about it, this is their first foray into it. It's the first time they've even thought about it. So it's, and often they get one shot at it, right? right? So we'll often say, hey, doers do, but when they don't know what to do, they don't. <laughs> and so I think commonly for a lot of owners, they're, they're just simply stuck. That, that emotion is mm-hmm. like, I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Let's also face the fact that this whole process can be very emotional as it is. It's just an emotional experience. We're, we're inviting people to envision a future that looks different than their present, to release some things that have become sewn into their lives all along the way. So another thing that emerges in this, I think, Jerry, is this sense of emotion that just makes this hard to even sometimes think about. I mean, another thing that we'll often see is sometimes we'll have owners come and they're just tired. Mm -hmm. They're just fatigued. They're really worn out. The business has grown perhaps beyond the structure that's in place, and it's, it's demanding more from them than perhaps they even have to give. So how often have we had business owners come to us and say, I, I just want to get out. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. I just want to sell. And the gift of being able to step back from that emotion mm-hmm. and to really just start to think of a hopeful pathway yeah. to build capacity, to help the owner see his or her future in a different way. And oftentimes when they come in the door believing we got to get out of this, we wind up on a journey where they find the highest and best path that actually has hope and life in it. Yeah. The other thing that we often see emotionally is sometimes leaders realize, I've waited too long. I feel overly pushed. Maybe it's the next generation pushing against mm-hmm. them. Maybe it's their team. Like, what's going on here? And in that case, sometimes they feel like it's too late. I think you would hear us say, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. We, it may force some different direction and path, but it's never too late to begin a process of planning your transition. Typically, the driving force would be a business owner or a first generation or a founder that recognizes, hey, I'm coming to the end of my runway. It's time to retire. It's time to give somebody else a chance. And there's certainly emotions there, and that's often the driving force. But there are other circumstances in the business among the next generation or among other leaders in the company that are many times ignored. Mm -hmm. So imagine a next generation leader or family member that is maybe chomping at the bit or wants an opportunity 
And yet these are things that are not discussed. And so silence can become very dangerous. And in the worst case, the next generation or other leaders feel neglected, ignored, and start to look elsewhere or wonder, what is my path? What am I going to do? So while the emotions of the owner are often the driving force, there are many other factors and indicators that somebody should be paying attention to and taking into account and essentially communicating and talking about because that's the first step of the process is let's start talking about what we think we want to happen here. Wow. So much good stuff here. This, oh, yeah. this quote, doers do, but when, when they, they don't, don't know what to do, they don't. They don't. You know, I can relate to that personally. And I can relate also to the emotion of carrying something that I know needs to be done, but I don't know where to start. And that's a, that's a heavy carry. And, and I can also relate to this, this concept of, of knowing that there are probably people that are expecting something. And, and if I, I feel ill-equipped Ill to deliver on that, I feel vulnerable and it might make me hesitant to engage them when the, ver the very best thing to do is to engage. Absolutely. Is that right? Absolutely. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just, just curious, as you have uh, worked with business owners on, on these topics over the years, is it most likely for someone to enter the process too early too late or just at that perfect time? And I know you mentioned there is no too late, but you know, what, what would be typical? Yeah, well, first of all, I think we would always say to business owners, really you think about succession planning in the perfect world from the moment you enter. And I, I don't mean that as a cliche, that really you're always thinking about what's best for the business, mm, yep. how do we prepare for the future? So in theory, we like owners to be thinking about succession from the moment they enter. But if we think roughly in three seasons, you know, just the, the, the really early entries, we, we have the privilege, I think all of us, of sometimes sitting with owners who we might say are in the early stage, meaning perhaps the next generation isn't even in the business. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's not even clear that there is any plan to be had, but they're asking, how do I prepare this business well? Myself first, but this business and my family mm -hmm. for an invitation to the future. Mm -hmm. And that would be in the early stage. We right. don't, I would say that would be fairly uncommon, but really welcome. Yeah. I think the bulk of the clients that we have the privilege of working with would come in what I would say is more that mid-season, which is okay. not to put an age to it, but let's say maybe late 40s, into their well into their 50s, mm -hmm. where they're beginning to see some frame. Maybe the family is maturing and they've got young adult kids into the marketplace and they're maybe even beginning to think about their, mo their own future in a different way. Mm -hmm. That window of time is, is the most common time I think that we'll see business owners come in and be ready mm -hmm. or at least motivated to engage in some thinking yeah. around that that period of time before all the next gen have wandered off into other careers and not felt invited in and perhaps giving them an opportunity to get a head start on yeah. developing. Yeah, and, th and yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. These are responsible people, they're leaders, they're yep. owners, and yeah, they yeah. want to take responsibility of the long-term future as well as the, the, the current. Too. Exactly. And then that third that we talked about earlier, there are some, Laurent was teasing out some of the things that happen where maybe an owner knows that he or she should, but have just been resistant. So they're, they're in that zone where they're actually feeling the heat. Mm -hmm. And perhaps there's almost a sense of of. I wouldn't say false urgency, but urgency created by time. Mm -hmm. And in those cases, we rate, we get right at it, but sometimes what that means is we've got to play a little catch up. Maybe people haven't been developed mm -hmm. along the way, and so we have to take some time to make sure that everything catches up with where the owner is in their timing. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks, Brian. Well, 
Laron, you know, as you know, there are a lot of moving parts with succession planning. There, you know, there's just the emotions of the owner. There are the relationships in the family and the organization. There's the health of the organization. There are, you know, finances and different uh, uh, technical details, all of which to encounter. Not every succession planning process is simple, cut and dried process. What are some of the unique challenges that surface during succession planning that may not be self-evident? There's a lot of unique ones. Uh, I'll try to focus on one or two just as examples of things to think about. Clearly, there isn't a formula that can be applied to each one of these situations or families. Everyone is so unique. There are, though, some milestones or gates that everybody has to pass through. It's just that the path to get to those gates and to get through them can vary dramatically from one family, one business to the next. Often some of the unforeseen or particularly particularly unique things revolve around some foundational values, paradigms, ways of making decisions. So you can imagine that, uh, as an example, there could be differences in how individuals in the same family approach what's more important. Is our family the most important thing or is the business and respecting the entity the most Mm -hmm. important thing. And even though they may think they agree on that, when it comes down to a specific and practical decision, it may become apparent that they don't. For example, imagine a, a founder or a business owner has some people in the business that have been there forever and they've been loyal and they're just part of the business. Or maybe there's somebody else from, you know, a child or a niece or a nephew that has been invited into the business, but it's not clear they have the right experience or they're not fully qualified. But, hey, they're family, and this is what we're all about. Somebody else coming into the business might see those things very differently, that so-and-so who's been around for a while is a great person and very loyal, but let's be honest, they're not that qualified. We probably need somebody better in that position. Or this other family member that's been invited in, we could do better by hiring an outsider. And so while the first generation is justified in having a high value on family and loyalty, the next generation is also justified in saying, hey, we're trying to build an excellent business here. We need a better way of making decisions and of accountability. So just as a simple example, these this is where... It may appear that we're all on the same page, but as we really get into the planning, how do we think about the future? How do we make decisions? Maybe our values are not as aligned as we thought. So these are the things we like to uncover as part of the process. Mm-hmm. Laurent, could you maybe parlay that that concept, that thinking into how you would define or what are some characteristics that might make a business owner the ideal succession planning client? either in terms of who they are or what their mindset is at a particular time? Yeah, great question. There's a number of, of different sort of personalities or types of people that make great clients and are fun to deal with. Uh, two things come to mind. Um, one would be a recognition and a commitment to a real process. Succession planning done right, which is the approach that we take, is comprehensive and takes time. It's a process. It's not something you can sit down, have a couple meetings, hammer out some bullet points, and then draft some documents and call it a day. Mm -hmm. It takes certainly months, but typically years to get through all of the complex aspects of Mm -hmm. everything that needs to be addressed and recognizing that this takes time. It requires patience. 
it requires an open mind uh, to different ways of thinking and different mm -hmm. opinions because by definition, we have multiple parties at the table, multiple people that have a vested interest in making this go well. And if a business owner wants to drive every detail of the process, there's probably going to be significant challenges. So first thing would be somebody that comes in with a commitment to the process, a long-term view, mm -hmm. and an open mind. And then I would say something that's maybe a bit more unique to the North Group is we have found that we really like, enjoy, and work best with businesses and families that are mission-driven, yep. values-aligned, mm -hmm. that have some view of their role in the world that is more than simply creating and or preserving wealth. There's a bigger purpose. There's some impact they want to have. And that aligns with who we are as a firm. And certainly we love to work with organizations like that. Mm -hmm. So that seems to add another element of what could be a great fit when we find a business yeah. owner that feels like this is more than about money. We're trying to optimize for other things too. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. Well, Brian, this might not be fair. We only have about a minute left. And so I was just, I wanted to, you know, lean on your experience in this area in succession planning. Is there a, a question or a presenting problem or request uh, that's been the most common question or area of help that clients have asked for or requested when they're ready to get started? Let's go back to an earlier question where we said so many of our owners, they know how to operate their businesses, mm -hmm. but they simply don't know how to enter into the process. Mm -hmm. They're surrounded with often great counsel. They've got legal counsel, accounting counsel, often a financial advisor, and every one of those advisors are critical to this process along the way at mm -hmm. some point. The, the owner, the presenting question is, I've got all this great counsel around me, but I don't know how to enter in. Yeah. And I think that's where we come forward. Our values proposition is we want to help to shepherd, steward, quarterback that mm -hmm. process in a way that brings all of that to bear for you, shows you the path in light of your state of goals and desires. And you can see how that would be so valuable to someone that's looking for that first And step. we hear it over and mm -hmm. over once an owner's in that process, this is what I needed. This yeah. is what I needed. Brian and Laurent, thank you uh, very much. Great conversation. We'll look to continue this in the second part of our podcast, which will be coming up soon. At North Group, we are honored to serve business owners, their organizations, and families during this dynamic season of succession planning. We welcome your questions and thank you for your trust. 